0: Today we are continuing our series on, on Luke, uh, and uh, we are looking at few situations where Jesus uh, had a meal with people and in today's message, uh, two sisters are involved, uh, Mary and Martha. But before I dive into the Bible passage, I want to ask you one question, who here like to visit castles, or famous places, or national trusts. Yeah, few people like us have uh, the same hobbies, like Alexandra and I. So, <laughs> cool. so two, two years ago, uh, I remember we, we did a, a trip from Manchester to, to Loire region in France. And uh, Loire region is the place where the French king lived for a while. And I remember we visit about seven French king um, living places. And during the visit, one, one place, one location I, I pay attention to is the kitchen. Uh, because, yeah, when you look at the kitchen, there is pretty dishes, number of them, uh, different types. And uh, you, you look at the, the size of the, the table, the cooking table, you're like, oh, wow. And, and uh, yeah, the, the, the ovens lost not the with the button one but, but, but by looking closely to the kitchen, what you can you can see is the, the ranking of the, the king that is reigning at the place, the lord uh, the, what, what is his prestige and uh, um, yeah, it, it just gives lots of information but the other side of the coin is I picture myself in, in that kind of pressurized environment, and i 'm like, wow the Imagining the, 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 the pressure on this, the, the servant's uh, shoulder to bring the, the best service ever on the table each day. So, so that, that, that's one of the example. And another example is uh, if you have organized wedding, uh, you know that you have to watch out at m- many details so that everything go, goes well. So I can multiply examples, but you get the idea of what happens when people are getting into a kind of pressurized life, and um, and in this situation you you, you can picture well uh, stress, anxiety, negative feelings feelings in general. And 2,000 years ago, a woman named Martha and Martha was feeling the same kind of pressure when hosting the Lord Jesus and his disciples at her home. So I'm going to invite Mike to read the passage. Okay, so, uh, Should we open the screen? so it's Luke 10, verse 38 to 41. Um, so it says, Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered the village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet. And In this is me But Martha was distracted with much serving. She went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her. So the context of Luke's passage today is... A woman very busy, distracted, and a bit envious about her sister. I want to unpack my main message today, which is, few things are necessary and even we only need Jesus. And I will develop that in three uh, applications for our daily life, daily routines, but first I want to have a closer look at Martha's character. So, Martha and Mary were the sister of Lazarus, and the, the, the three of them were close friends to Jesus. And they lived in Bethany, uh, about two miles off Jerusalem, pretty much the same distance between Didbury and, and Fallowfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus was the man who Jesus rose miraculously from death to life. Mary and Martha uh, story is more complex than in one side, a winner, Mary, and the other side, a loser, Martha. Mary and Martha, Martha is the, is, the, is the kind of person you absolutely want in a team because things are getting done. <laughs> you know, she, she, she's a hard worker, she, she, she's trustworthy, and most importantly, she trusts Jesus as the Messiah. The first thing I notice about Martha in the passage is she welcomed the Lord Jesus in her house plus... inviting inviting all his followers, all his disciples. Second thing to notice in Martha's profile is she is born in faith in Christ. And we read that in John 11 27. By the way, if you have time to to read John 11, you'll get the full picture of who Martha is. So it is Martha who recognizes that Jesus is, is the Lord, the Messiah, the Christ. And it is Martha who said that Jesus can arise Lazarus from death. But Martha's character here is also someone who can, uh, who could get anxious and become a bit nervous as soon as there is a sound in the machine. She can easily point at someone and saying, you are not doing your job. And, as a sh- and uh, we-, we noticed that in the passage that Martha was busied and in, in many things uh, she, she was preparing, preparing certainly lots of things. And as she is doing all these stuff she ended up in a kind of overwhelming state, so that she starts to look at her misery and having other people's steady position, and especially at her sister. It needs to make it clear that Jesus was not saying to Martha that serving is bad or working is bad. Jesus himself sent disciples in missional fields to not be lazy, but to pray to work. In 2 Thessalonians 3, Paul sets out a very interesting, interesting theology on work. In this book, Paul ha- highlights the fact that Christians should not stop worrying, working, and being in contemplation state of any sign that will come from, from the sky, waiting to the, the coming of the Lord. In this book, Paul himself showed that he, is, he was a hard worker day and night during his stay in Thessalonica so that he would he not be dependent on anyone. And the passage just before this one is about the good Samaritan who rescued someone in distress, putting then the accent on uh, the good work that is to God. So, Martha was not totally wrong uh, by trying to to, to, to work. Uh, If you don't clean your house, uh, feed yourself, going to the doctor, uh, whenever you are sick, and I can multiply like that, you are going to die, and God does not want <laughs> us to die. So working is important, and Martha was not totally wrong in that. She just picks the not interesting part of the work. The not interesting part of the of the work is when we let things steal our peace, steal our identity. That. We have in Christ. Jesus wanted to teach us this morning a lesson, throwing out our attention to what matters the most. The more I learn about Martha, the more I have a kind of sympathy with her, even though she asked with bad intention about her sister. Isn't there a similarity with our current days? Sometimes we, we also can feel the same pressure as Martha in a world driven by productivity. This brings me to the first application I want to unpack uh, today. We need few things and we need to simplify whenever we are getting in a pressurized life. So another question, does anyone here like to use a to-do list or a planner list? Okay, I'm going to open myself a bit on how I deal with uh, time management amid the pandemic crisis. Back in March uh, in 2020, I, I write in, in, in my world uh, lots of tasks. And uh, if you look at my day, I have a kind of tidy uh, schedule over the day. And as, as days are going, I quickly realized that that was not the smartest thing to do because when things are not achieved, it brings Frustration. One of my big failures was the garden. And, <laughs> and uh, I think the, these things, uh, as I'm, I'm starting to realize that I have lots of stuff, I think what was in my mind is I just need few things, like prayer life, times with my, my family, my daughters, my wife being honest at work when I get loaded, stick at the few things that are necessary. I believe that I was not alone in the story. At various levels we we feel this same kind of pressure and we are all in the same boat. In all those things that went unexpected over the last month, the only thing we need is God. In Jesus we have the hope In Jesus, we can intercede for a desperate situation. We need to give him the first place in all our personal stuffs. This is a journey on, and we are all in the, the, the learning curve for that. So we need to come back to him by getting rid of things that can steal easily our peace. Martha showed us the consequence of perfectionism. Perfectionism is being reliant on our own force to get things done. And even we get frustrated because the results did not meet the expectations. Well, my point here is not to stop using the to-do list. But simplifying process is to put Jesus at the center of everything. Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28, Come to me, all you... All you who are weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. Let me make this point slightly bigger. It is easy to get distracted because we click very often on the noises, the buzzes that are going around the world. What is captivating our attention? In the past few months, we have received Loads of information, statistics, and news of all sorts on a daily basis that could make us feel a bit anxious. And in the middle of all this stuff, I find it reassuring to read the passages like Matthew 24 or Thessalonians concerning the the end times, in which Jesus is telling us to stay calm and to keep our trust in him. I think, I think this example as how the simplifying process worked out in, in this period. Simplifying is like when you start to declutter your kid's room and asking yourself, why are there so many things that are useless here? What are, what are important in our lives? What are the spurious ones? Simplifying process is, requires honesty to, to invite Jesus to strengthen us whenever we are getting weak. Or whenever we fail, we fail to stay committed to things we need to do, we can also refer back to him. By doing that like that way, we are then acknowledging that only him can fix a messy situation for us. As Psalm 127 says, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in pain. We need to focus only on things that God called us to do. And even we can take the courage to say no whenever it's needed or to take a rest or a break. Simplifying is asking God to put clarity and discernment in our weekly agenda, and if God is with us, we can be confident that he, he will start the week with us, he will lead us through, and he will complete it. If God called you to do something, please do not get distracted by looking elsewhere or what others are doing. Do not be discouraged by the success of others or losing the point by looking at your own success or failures. Just stick to what God called you to do, and he will aid you through it, multiply the fruit, even in troubled times. So simplifying whenever we are getting pressurized by life routines is just essential. Also spending quality time with God and with others is the important piece as well. And this will be my very next point. To spend the best time with God and with others. We read at uh, verse 42 that Mary has chosen the good portion. And this echoes some Old Testament passage where portion is referred to as a close relationship with God. Psalm 7326 describes portion as the inheritance from God. That is secured forever. In talking 2, 2 9, Elisha asked for a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. And in number 1829, 29, portion means offering to God. And Deuteronomy uh, 32 9 makes it even clearer, including the, di- the dimension of portion as being God's people. So in many cross-biblical references, one thing that remains constant is choosing the best portion is like having a quality relationship with God. The story, the, the story today demonstrates that we only need few things in our relationship with God and with others. The first time I returned to Togo, um, after four years in France, uh, Togo is a tiny country like that, uh, where I'm originally from. Uh, what, one thing I noticed is my one of my sisters were busy at trying to get everything prepared, anything. I, I felt very privileged, but the, the, the time I value the most is when we, we, we sat all around the table joking, having time, yeah. remembering some childhood moment. Um, so this is the time that I really value. And another insight we can draw out from Luke's passage today is two people can be in the same place but not listening to each other. What Jesus is trying to tell Martha here is, look, I'm here. I will not stay here forever. Therefore, what matters the most right now is you to catch the peace of eternity I bring with me. This is the piece that Mary chooses by deciding to sit at the feet of Jesus. Mary resists the distractions and cultural oppressions at this time, assigning women to kitchen staff. So we can also uh, resist the plenty of distractions that is preventing us to build quality, quality time with God and with others. Martha standards, Standard was probably influenced by the legalistic view of the tradition, how people would ju- judge her. She was expected at the first place that Jesus would rebuke her sister. That's what the tradition view. If we are totally honest, we can be influenced by what people think of, of our opinions. How, how do we behave with our family's tradi- tradition? or if just people took care of us. And probably if it did not go as we expected, it brings lots of frustrations, like in Martha's situation. So the question is, what what is stealing the quality time we need with God? Mary shows instead that she made herself available to Christ. So we can also make ourselves first to receive God's portion in our life and second, to share this portion. How can we do that? How do we value time with each other? In, in his book, Five Love Languages, Gary Chapman said that, one of the five secrets, secrets of couples who last forever is to spend quality time together. And this applies to many kinds of relationships. We probably need to start by valuing more the time we spend with God and with people. And one way to start is to keep praying for the five persons we committed ourselves to pray for if we want to see their lives change. Matthew eighteen twenty says, for where two or three people are together, gathered together in my name, there I am with them. And another way to cherish quality time with God and with others is community group. And I love community group because it's just a unique place where we pray together. We we share the Bible words together, encouraging one another, alleviate the pain of loss of something or of someone. And we are thankful whenever we see God answering our prayers. By doing that, we are also choosing the best person that Jesus is talking about. And in the few things that are necessary, first, we start to simplify the process whenever we are getting in a kind of pressurized life. And second, we choose to spend equality time with God and with others. Doing that way, we have the promise that this will not be taken from us. And my final point is Jesus mentions to Mary that the portion she takes will not be taken from her. The punchline this morning is, Martha's problem here was not her preparation for her guest, but being distracted, being worried, being upset about many things, whilst only few things are needed. The worries of this life, whether at personal level of social relationship level prevents the word of God to grow in us to, 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 from seeking the, the kingdom of God. There are certainly good distractions like going on holidays, visiting castles, and lots of things like sports. <laughs> but there are also bad distractions Especially uh, in our age driven by skepticism, sexual scenes, unnecessary debate, or tomb scrolling video on social media. The battle of our days is probably to make all we can to, to run away from bad distractions. There is where I need to be vigilant, and there is where you probably need to put some effort on as well. Those bad distractions can become an idolatry thing, and we do not want to fall in this trap. Michael Reeves, in The Good God, wrote, Yet Christianity is not primarily about lifestyle change. It is about knowing God. To know him, to enjoy him, is what we are saved for. Nonetheless, getting to know God better does actually make for far more profound and practical change as well. Mary and Martha's story is not a mere story of two sisters hosting Jesus in Bethany. There is a glimpse here of an eternity reality. Martha symbolizes the world trying to fix things by itself and praying for a savior. And the passage mentioned praying for a helper like Martha, many people are asking questions about what is going wrong in the world, but they are getting the wrong answers. Colossians 3 shows that people are getting solutions with thoughts that are distractions, which lead ultimately to steal, from, steal us from the main point. Unlike Martha, in Mary, we find that transcending cultural operations. Finding the faith in Christ in our heart is the few things that are necessary. This is the ground foundation in Christianity. Jesus is God who did not come to be served, but to serve himself. He is the God who has done something for us. Jesus died at the cross and he resurrected so that we may live. I like to read Genesis as the revelation of first things and revelations as the genesis of what is to come. And here in the story this morning, we have a glimpse of what is to come. Our promise is found in Revelation 21, where a secured new world, the holy city, the new Jerusalem, where God will dwell among his people there will be no more death, no mourning, or crying, or pain. Just as appointed as the bride of Christ. This is the only thing that matters. It is only by faith in Christ alone, as it is said in Galatians three, that we are part of this big birth plan. We all are sinners, and God came to fix a broken world corrupted by our sinful nature, and Jesus came to setting up a new creation. We need to repent from our sinful nature and coming back to the big plan that God promises us through Jesus. And if we do that, as the passage says, our promise is eternal, and this will not be taken from us.